The best part of waking up is doom scrolling ketchup. Four-year-old niece asked if I was also a grandpa. Running late. We'll finish yogurt in shower. In other news I just fell trying to get onto the elliptical. Two hours into this road trip and my husband is doing bad Seinfeld impressions. Is this hell? Welcome to Tweet Victory with hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am going to set the timer for five minutes. Um, Let's jump right into the tweet of the week. This comes from June 27th. um, And it's a picture tweet that I'm going to need you to uh, explain and talk about here a little bit. It says, um, cosplaying... My sister-in-law, when she was four, at On the Border. And we ha- <clears throat> we have a pair of pictures here. Um, so talk me through these pictures. Okay, so um, the original picture uh, is from a, one of Mike's parents' scrapbooks. Um, and it's of his sister, Bree, and she's at On the Border holding up a tortilla that she had eaten out the middle parts of to make eyes and a mouth. So you can like see it a little, you can see her eyes kind of peek through and it, it looks kind of like clownish. Like it's, it's, it's like a little bit creepy and unnerving. Um, but the, the picture then of me is also a tortilla and it's like one of those jumbo size tortillas you get at target, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the brand is probably just market pantry, but uh, I had also, made eyes and a mouth and held it up. Uh, and I, I think it, I did this like last year during the height of quarantine. Um, so this is my old apartment and I sent it to Brie and she like laughed and thought it was funny. So I thought I would just share it with the world. So is um, this a, is this a famous picture of her within that family? Yes. There is okay. a couple of pictures of Brie and she is, she is gorgeous. She's really, uh, she like does some modeling now. She's um, in her early 20s. But we like to, to kind of give her crap for some of these older pictures <laughs> that she has. Um, like this one. Um, and and kind of the cute little things she did. Like she always said storm, like store rum. And um, all these, these cute things of four-year-olds. So, um yeah, I, I don't think I actually made those holes in the tortilla. I think those just appeared. So, okay. No, that's not true. No, I, I truly, I might have helped it along. But, okay, so you know, in the packets, okay, clearly I, I'm a very high class person. But I will go buy, like, you know, the bulk tortillas from mm-hmm. Target or wherever. And um, they come in that, like, <laughs> kind of vacuum-packed plastic mm-hmm. thing, right? So you open that up. You try to grab a tortilla off the top, but they're all kind of like vacuumed together. So oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah, like when you pull the top one off, it like you always like get a little bit of the next one. And mm-hmm. so I think that this was like w- one kind of in the middle of the stack. So like I helped it along and I made the holes like a little bit stronger. But like that's always how it looks, right? Like, and the center of the tortilla is the most important part, right? To hold your burrito sure, together. Sure, this is and a useless tortilla. Right. It is one of my pet peeves when they stick together. It makes me so irrationally angry, but like it doesn't have its function anymore. So then it like has to become a taco salad or something you, like you have to put it 
you you have to like break it apart and make it into something different and uh that's just not what it's for so part of me because of the sake of the lore of your family doesn't believe that it just came out this way but if i'm doing some investigation here clearly the one that uh that your sister-in-law has as a four-year-old clearly she made these holes because it is so distinctly a face when i look (laughs) at the one that you have the mouth hole is way bigger than you would have made it if you were trying to create this. Um, the eye holes are, are are more irregular. So actually, they're it, it, the one you're holding looks almost like a like somebody took a tortilla and made a really rough peace sign out of it, and you've just sort of turned it so that so that it makes a face. So I'm actually now I'm starting to buy that this was uh, this yes. was an organic process. I realize you're it- telling me that, and I don't know why I'm doubting you on that. <laughs> Look, it started out an organic thing, and then I, I I helped it along in order, like for the sake of the picture, right? For the sake of the joke with Bree, uh, my sister in law, who I dearly love. I also love that when you were when we were talking about which tweet we would choose this week, you were like, "Let's go with this one where you have the mask thing." Like, <laughs> did you know it was a tortilla? I thought it was a paper plate, to be perfectly honest <laughs> with you, because I saw a little girl at a table with something round with holes in it, and I thought, "Oh, she took a paper plate." So it's only when I zoomed in on the picture that I'm like, "Oh, that's a tortilla," and what you're holding is clearly uh, is clearly a, a tortilla. Now, right. have you ever been to the restaurant on the border? Yeah, they have on the border in Korea too, Sam. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yes, it's one of the um, few the Mexican food um, is not really common here, but it's like one of the few chains that they they have. There's like a love affair with Korea and on the border and also Outback Steakhouse and also TGI Fridays. It's like the the trifecta from the West. (laughs) If we're saying Australia is the West, Australia is the West. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say those make sense as... um as things that would be popular because TGI Fridays is like a stereotypically American restaurant. Yes. Um, Outback Steakhouse purports to be an Australian (laughs) restaurant. Uh, We'll, we'll buy that for the sake of this. Um, I've never heard of on the border. Do we have these in Minnesota? Oh, for sure. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other man. Do you remember like Don Pablo's? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm aware of chain Mexican restaurants. <laughs> I've just never heard of this one. It's it's in the same vein. I would say maybe a little nicer than Don Pablo's. Okay. Um, and I think there's one in the North Metro of the Twin Cities because okay. that's where Mike's family lives. So, um, so this would have I, been at. So, and this would have been about sixteen, seventeen. 18 years ago that this photo was taken somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now what I'm interested in here is she is clearly eating a tortilla. I'm going to yes. like really dive into this, this picture please, now. Please do. She's clearly eating a tortilla. She um, has in front of her, a bowl of something that appears to have maybe sour cream on, like there's yeah. a lot of like sour cream on top of it. Now what's interesting to me is behind her like 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 next to her at the table if you look further back is like an adult right yes or or a teenager at least and on that person's plate is fries and a corn dog (laughs) so who is the person who ordered because like that you would think would be a part of a child's meal although it's a maybe it's a kid's meal but like that's who 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 ordered the corn dog and fries at at on the border Right. And also, why do they have that? Like, I mean, there'll be like, uh, sorry, why does, why does on the border offer that? Is that? 
clearly you've never had children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Because let me ask you this. Uh, uh, what's, what is your favorite kind of food? Like genre of food? Oh, oh Like I your absolute know. favorite. Uh, I really do like Mexican food, actually. Okay, so perfect. So, like, so you let's say you love Mexican food, and you the mm. thing you want most, you maybe you know you're a new pa- new parent, so you don't have a ton of money, you don't get to go out very often. So when you do go out, what do you want to have? You want to have Mexican food because it's your favorite, right? Right. What about the person that you and your spouse produced? Uh, do you have any control over what they like? No. No. So you have to have things like this, be- or otherwise you will never get to go to restaurants you like. You know what? Now I do remember, like, as a kid, when my little brother, like, I don't remember it much for myself, but, like, my little brother ordering off the kids' menu, and it was, like, always mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, it does not matter. It could have been a Japanese restaurant. Like, it could be anything, and yet it will be mac and cheese. Yeah, I'm sure off. I'm sure you could go to Benihana and get a cheese pizza. Like, like <laughs> these things just exist wherever you go. You could go to the nicest restaurant. You could go to the most specific uh like ethnic food restaurant and yeah. you're gonna have if you look hard enough or ask they're they're gonna be like yeah we can make this other thing too a grilled cheese sandwich you could get anywhere right and it, it's it's funny you say that too because um like korea has that at on the border here too like they have the traditional menu you would find at an on on the border in the states uh but then there's always an option that's like it's called bunshik it's like snack food like ramen or like um uh, rice cake kind of like mm-hmm. a sauce rice cake thing is called dogbogi and so like those kind of things you can really find in any restaurant whether it's like a western restaurant or a korean restaurant like it's always there it's a staple so it's similar i feel like maybe ramen and and mac and cheese have a similar function like if your kid is picky they will always eat that you know right right you you have to have the thing that that you can get anybody to eat. And I, I'm sure they should, they even train the servers to be like, how do you sell this to a kid? <laughs> yes. Now, I will say as a child, I did not like like Chinese food. My parents mm. would go to restaurants like that. I did not like it. It's one of my favorite things now. Um, but I spent a good chunk of my childhood eating hamburgers at Chinese food restaurants. And some <laughs> of them were among the best burgers I've ever eaten. Yeah. So and I don't know I don't know why I don't know if it's something about the way that they were prepared but I have like distinct like Proustian memories about eating you know hamburgers from Chinese restaurants and thinking this is the best thing I've ever eaten you know and it just brings ever- back this wave of emotion and yeah yes one of the things now that I really want to eat is the froyo from Lian Chin's. <laughs> Lian Chin has really good froyo, and you wouldn't think of it, but uh, it's like some of the best out there. Have you tried it? I have not. You should try it. Maybe. I mean, like, maybe. <laughs> there's no Lian Chin around me, so you have to go in in my stead. Okay. <laughs> okay, I will froyo. do that. So, so I want to go back to the picture. Who okay. who who ordered the corn dog here? Now is because here's a couple scenarios. Okay. It could be. The corn dog and fries were ordered for this four-year-old child, and then the mm. four-year-old child rejected it because the other thing, as a parent of a young ch- child, is you end up eating two meals. Often, you, you eat the meal you ordered, and then it's like, then I'm also going to eat like a burger and fries, or I'm also going to eat half a cheese pizza because it's there, and yeah. you end up eating that. So, so is this that this adult was like, okay, I'll work on your meal because clearly you're only interested in playing with a tortilla. 
Yeah, you know what? That that seems like a blessing and a curse. Like, it would be nice to have another meal, but also really terrible for me, right? Like, yes. I could see how that could be um, rough. Uh, just another thing about parenthood that I, yeah, seems seems like it takes a special amount of uh, patience. But yeah, so Brie, um, Brie has always been pretty a pretty picky eater. So I could actually see the, the scenario of they ordered her that. She saw someone's tortilla, wanted a tortilla instead, so then someone had to eat her food. Like, I I only met Brie when she was 13, uh, so I've known her for that long. And uh, since then, though, Mike and I will, like, eat her leftovers all the time at restaurants. Like, she just is not, she doesn't eat a lot, and she's also just really picky. So, I, I bet it's probably that. Otherwise, yep. I'm trying to think of who that would be in Mike's family. Maybe his brother, his older brother, Derek, could be him. Would order a corn dog at, at on the border? Well, okay, but then now I feel like bad because Derek is also like a chef, <laughs> so I feel like he would be like like when he goes to a re- he always has really good taste in food too. So like when he goes when we go to restaurants with him, he's like ordering the cool stuff to order. But I could also see him being like, "Nah, today I'm gonna have a, a corn dog and like that's gonna hit the spot," you know? Have we, have we have we are we missing the fact that maybe the cool thing to order at a chain Mexican restaurant <laughs> is the corn dog? Maybe. Maybe he maybe. was like, "I want to see their take on the corn dog," and he was like yeah. filing this away to create some <laughs> sort of like gourmet corn dog situation later yeah, on. Yes, like what are the seasonings that they're using at on the border, right? I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I felt bad for a second, but you know what? It, it seems like the cool thing to do, right? It's, it's out there. It's unique. It's quirky. So, so if we're putting together our to-do list, um, mm. on my to-do list now are get the Lian Chin Froyo <laughs> and order a corn dog at a Mexican restaurant. Yes. You <laughs> because must that, that may actually be the answer to life's problems. Truly, I think um, what I want is you to do that and then give me a score. It can be any version of any type of score, five stars, three stars, a, a sticker, a gold, whatever. And you were going to say a gold star, which you were just... Which is another star. <laughs> like, I'm like, not creative at one thirty in the morning. Wait, was the sticker star shaped as well, just out of curiosity? In my mind, yes, but it was okay. red, so it feels a little different. <laughs> So any kind of star rating that you want, <laughs> any star variety, and uh, some rationale for it, you know? Uh, all right. Uh, maybe we could even start like a friendship. Have you seen the friendship um, restaurant spreadsheets that people do? No. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the thing that people do, apparently. They'll like make uh, uh, like a Google Sheets and they'll invite all their friends to it and they'll like put in restaurants that they want to go to in the area and then they'll like give their reviews on it so you know what you should get there and it's from people that you trust to know so so it's it's like yelp for people who don't trust the people on yelp (laughs) so it's like i have to know exactly who said this exactly (laughs) yes um so i would like that i think our friendship is at that level now right sure (laughs) i love that the two entries would be uh, leanchin and on the board well okay not even that let, what is the utility to you, an avowed vegan, for a review of a corn dog and frozen yogurt? Neither just, of which are vegan. 
just purely entertainment. I just want to see you write like a small paragraph Yelp review on these different products. That's all I want. See, I think I think you need to flip it the other way. You should demand at least twenty five hundred words on each each item. <laughs> yeah, not a short I review, think- but like like you need to spend all oh. twenty five hundred words on it. Worthy of being published. Yes. Yes. Um, I maybe in iambic pentameter. Ooh, I think that this should be a spinoff podcast where we do Yelp reviews, right? (laughs) I think it could be great. It would be very location specific to the Twin Cities. That's right. If if you are in the north suburbs of the Twin Cities or Seoul, South Korea, we're the podcast for your dining needs. If you're a vegan or meat eater, but you have to be one or the other. I just think, you know what? I think it's it's time for another another podcast on this yeah. on this um, channel. And the I market demands it. The streets are calling for it. We just have yes. to make it happen. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. On that note, you could call it. Let me yelp you. Oh wait, mm. <laughs> that's, that's kind of weird. <laughs> How may I yelp you? That's better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Asking it as a question and not so much demand <laughs> makes it a little less creepy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, man. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm liking this more and more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, if you're into the idea of how may I yelp you, um, you want to get onto our restaurant friendship spreadsheet. You can email us at channel thirty nine hundred at gmail dot com if you want to suggest restaurants. I like the idea that it's both restaurants and specific dishes. So it's not just what did you think of this restaurant, but you can. Yeah, here's the thing. The spreadsheet isn't a place where you put your reviews. It's where you assign other people things. I want you to go to this restaurant and order this thing and write a poem about it. Oh my gosh, yes. And you have, and yet and you can choose like the genre that they have to write in. Oh Amazing. Man. I'm on I like board. It. I like it. Wow. I don't want to participate in this because it sounds like <laughs> needless work, but I love the idea. So if you want to be part of it, email us at channel at gmail.com. You should be following at Annie underscore Berglund at twitter.com, subscribing to the channel 3900 podcast network. Lots of good things coming out. We are um, deep into season three of Avatar with academics. Mm. Um, video stories rolling out through, uh, through the month of June. Um, and in early July. Um, and yeah, we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory. See you then. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio. Mm-hmm.